guys, welcome to episode number 12 of the podcast. I am here again with Alina Sug. Uh, if you haven't checked out our first episode, please do so. It's episode number five, and that's where we go into um, Alina's story. Um, it, guys, she is a rock star. I said this in episode number five. Uh, so again, if this is the first episode you see of us together, make sure that you check out episode number five. So you kind of get a background of a, what we're going to talk about today. But hey, just for those that don't want to go and look at episode number five, because they're already hooked into this one, just give a quick overview of, of who you are, what you do, and yeah. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Abraham. Um, my name is Alina Souk. I am a conscious life coach, a DJ, and an event producer. I live here in Miami, Florida. I left my corporate job of almost eight years in December of 2019, which through a lot of conversation, I've learned a lot of people around that time were doing, uh, we're going through a similar experience. And I created my own brand and I've been self-employed for almost two years now, doing what I love. And it hasn't always been easy, but it's been worth every single second of it. And uh, today we're going to talk about personal brands. Yes. So Alina uh, is, out of the clients that I've worked with, it, she's someone that has probably one of the strongest brands, the most consistent. And yeah, that's what we're going to talk about with you guys today because this is one of the most important pillars of your business, especially if you're tuning into this podcast, chances are that you're either a coach, you are an expert, uh, and in today's world world we lead with our personal brands yes. you know even if you have a company a with a logo a that you're you're building people will click back to see who you are yes you know and and if you can have a strong brand a, it's gonna make things a lot easier for you so yeah a, yeah let's talk a little bit about personal branding so when did you start your personal brand because before I met you, you you had already been publishing for a long time. Like you had, a, yes. you could scroll for a while. Yeah. So to that point that you just said, even if you have a company with your own logo, you still have a personal brand. Even if you're working for a company that's not your own, even if you're in a very traditional standard corporate job, you still have a personal brand because that's when I created my personal brand, not realizing that that's what I was doing. Um, back in uh, 2016, I was feeling kind of just dissatisfied with, with my life. I reached a plateau, so to speak, with climbing the corporate ladder and with how things were going. So my personal brand was started, I wouldn't say by accident because it was intentional. I just didn't realize that that's what I was doing. Now I have the, the words to put to it. Yeah. Um, but I was lacking a creative outlet. So I was very much going to work, then going to the gym, then going home on the weekends, going out. And now I realize looking back that it's that, that creativity, that feminine energy that was missing in my life. And so I thought about like, what do I like? Um, I like sharing on social media. And then I started asking myself questions, which is really the the starting point or the, the birthing point of any great thing, right? Uh -huh. When you start asking yourself questions. Yes. So I said, okay, you know, I noticed that at that time in 2016, like a lot of people were 
really creating something on social media. So it was no longer, I don't know, maybe it was even before that, but that's when I started noticing it, that okay. people were having like fashion brands and mm-hmm. like to know it start was, was really popular. I don't yeah. know if you're familiar with what no, that is, absolutely. where you can link your outfit and then someone goes and buys it and then okay. you get a percentage or however it works. So I was like, okay, let me start using my social media with intention. Okay. So at first I was like, okay, let me do a fashion account. And then I realized that, like, I don't have that many outfits. <laughs> and, like, I don't care to have that many uh-huh. outfits. Like, these people, you know, if you look at fashion accounts, like, they're, every single post is, like... Different outfit. Totally different yeah. outfit. Um, now I also realized a lot of that is not even sustainable in so many different ways. But at the time, I was like, I, I can't do that. Like, I just... Um, it wouldn't make sense for me. So I realized that I really like doing like creative photo shoots and and things like that. And I also really like to write. And I like to share about spirituality. So that's kind of why I just went with it. I was like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to share my message. I'm going to do it through good quality content. So I did a few photo shoots for fun. First photo shoots. Uh, no. So I did do a little bit of modeling back okay. in the day. Gotcha. <laughs> um, but I wasn't interested in being a model. Okay. I wasn't like, okay, I'm going to get headshots. I'm going to go to an agency. I was just like, I just want to do this for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I got a few photos uh, taken. And then, um, mind you, throughout this whole process, it was very scary. Because I was like, okay, I'm gonna. I deleted all of my pictures of like food and and like group photos, and I was like, this is gonna be like me sharing my message. Yeah. And then I remember that um, the photographer. I found the photographer like online, like a local photographer. I didn't have like many like creative like friends like I do uh-huh. now. Like now I have like the most incredible photographers mm-hmm. like in my immediate community. Um. But I remember talking to him and I was like, I'm really excited for this. I'm excited to post this, but I'm a little worried that people are going to say like, who does she think she is? Mm. And I remember he said, he's like, no one's going to think that they're either going to like the picture or they're going to keep scrolling. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, that's uh-huh. true. Now I know if they're going to say that, then they're really just judging themselves for right? sure, that's, for sure. <laughs> that's just how it works um so i started uh writing and i started putting up these photos and writing the captions and um really what started to motivate me to keep going was that people were resonating with the messages and then i realized that a big part of what i love is to connect with people on these topics um uh, and so that's how it was born Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. All right, so we could take this in many different directions. There's yeah. a lot of things that you said there that, that I love. Uh, so the first thing, you have a personal brand, even if you're not conscious or intentional yes. about having a personal brand, yes. right? And and it, that alone is speaking, again, even if you're not intentional. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a mindset shift that if you guys are able to adopt it, if, if you haven't started the personal brand process, um, because just because you don't care doesn't mean other people don't care or aren't a kind of perceiving you in a certain way based on what they're seeing on what you're putting out into the world. Uh, the other thing that you said is, is these stories that start to come up mm-hmm. whenever we start putting ourselves out there, such as man, like, like, like 
what are people going to think? Yeah. And, and this is probably one of the the biggest blocks that blocks people from actually publishing yeah. and from putting themselves out there. So we're, uh, you're now at a point where you're publishing daily, right? Uh, was there anything that you did to work through that or did you just work through that by publishing? Yeah, so there's a, an expression I heard recently that I really love that I think makes a lot of sense here. It's, um, it's easier to act your way into thinking than think your way into acting. Ooh, like so uh, how I worked through that was by doing it, just doing it. That resonates with me. <laughs> I, know, I know when I was like figuring this whole thing out, I would make like content plans and I would make... It, this is what I'm going to talk about and 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 they would just be thinking 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 and and you're right like there is there's this quote that uh, says the study of war uh, or you can't be a warrior by setting war mm, you know? exactly yeah, it's, yeah. you have to go out in the battlefield and you have to create the content um, so I love that and and, and Again, there's so many different ways in which we could take this conversation because one of the things that's been that I've noticed in myself and the people that I work with, and you've probably noticed it too, especially now that you're getting to the personal branding work with some of your clients, is that by building your personal brand, it's like you're coming out of your shell. And it's mm-hmm. this beautiful process of you kind of coming into your own, or it can be. Yeah. Uh, at least I know that was the case for me. Like I look at some of my uh, content creation efforts, like five, six years ago, and, and I'm just like, oh wow, like you, you were still figuring out like who you were in this world. It was through constantly putting your message out into the world and and saying, like, man, like this who I am that you you became this person that mm-hmm. that you are today. Do you notice that? Did yeah. you notice that with yourself? Yeah. Um, I love looking back um on those times and i actually found that like the quality of my content has gotten a lot better but the messages are actually very similar yes i don't know if you if if that's been in your experience but like the what i was what i was catching on to and this was during one of my spiritual awakenings probably like one of the major ones Mm -hmm. was that i was tapping into these philosophies that I was beginning to embody and I think that's one thing that like you said when we first met you were already there was so much to scroll through mm-hmm. um, and in sharing it I was figuring it out yeah um, and yeah I definitely have seen the the quality of the content get much better but the message actually has been pretty consistent yeah, that, that definitely resonates. Mm-hmm. There is some content that I have archived just because I cringe when I look at it from like way, way back yeah, in the day. But me too, I have archived content yeah. <laughs> But you're absolutely right. When I look at it, it's it's the same message. It's like, mm-hmm. God, and get it. It's like, yeah. one life, you know, it's it, don't like live it or don't die living someone else's mm-hmm. dream. It's the same exact content, not delivered so eloquently. Yeah. And not deliver with so much passion, with so much uh, freedom mm, and, and yes. own expression. Yes, freedom and expression. That's yeah. that's probably one of the biggest but transformations. That's kind of developed by creating content. So, yep. so we've kind of talked about kind of like what it's like to get started. Now, mm-hmm. 
I think we can kind of take the conversation more so into, cool, you want to do this professionally, uh, you want to utilize it for your business. Uh, how are you thinking about this at this point in your career and your personal brand? Right now or then? Uh, no, right now. So, so, so cool. Like you get past the shyness, yeah. you get past the awkwardness. <laughs> the only way to do it is by actually doing, doing it, it. Going through it, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's truly a beautiful, painful experience. Yes. It, it can be at, at, at times. Yes. Um, uh, totally worth it. But you get past that, yeah. right? And now, now you're thinking, cool, I want to create this and I want to create it a, because I know it's a great asset for my business, mm-hmm. you know, a, because this is what everybody that's tuning into this conversation is, 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 it's why they're here, you know? So a, how are you thinking about your personal brand at the moment and how are you helping your own clients mm-hmm. kind of come into their own when it comes to their personal brand? Okay. So the way I think about my personal brand is actually still quite similar to how I thought about it when I started it was that I want to open up uh, this part of my life which is a big part of it and show through example so people who have followed me since 2016 have seen me dedicate myself to spiritual practices Mm -hmm. move to a different city leave my corporate job, start my own business from very, very small, like self-funded, like, you know, intuitive, like, um, means and grow it into first I helped a couple of people. Then I helped more people. Then I learned how to DJ. Then I, I got one residency. I got two, three, four. So, um, the way I see my personal brand is to actually show people what is possible beautiful and then i help people not by a a lot of people do ask me if i give like if i do dj coaching or or things like that but no because coaching with me is not how to become a coach dj (laughs) it's how to figure out what your thing is Mm -hmm. and even if you come to me thinking like i want to be a coach and a dj Sure. Let's start there. Like, let's start there. Maybe that will be your thing. But, like, let's actually figure out what your thing is so that you can step fully into that. And then also be able to have that freedom and expression with your thing. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, you you started this by saying it's kind of a leading by example. You know, and and that brings something that, that I've been thinking a lot about. For a personal brand to work, it needs to be... This word is now overutilized for uh, the community, but it needs to be in alignment. Okay. It needs to be in alignment with who you are, right? A, what you're communicating. And then ideally, if you're utilizing it for your personal business, what your audience mm-hmm. is looking for, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and to do that, to find that alignment, you have to embody the transformation mm-hmm. that people are seeking to make for your personal brand to work. Uh, like you can't be, uh, and I recently wrote an article, it's on my website, go check it out on personal branding, uh, where where I talk about this. You can't be a uh, nine to fiver, mm-hmm. that's overweight, talking about fitness and entrepreneurship. It, that, there's no alignment there, yeah. right? Like you wanna be that like fit personal trainer, 
that has maybe content on health and fitness and maybe is selling a product yeah that's aligned with that yeah and i'll tell you that beyond like obviously if you're a fit personal trainer you have the tools to you know give to someone else to reach that but even beyond that because my practice is spiritual psychology i'm going to bring in like the energetics of it but by embodying it you are projecting the possibility out for that person yeah so they have a very clear example and vision that what they want is possible and they're able to step into that i love that that's why we're doing this podcast yeah right so people can see yeah so so it's like on one hand you know obviously like you have to know how to do what you're gonna teach people to to do but also like you're actually a light for them Um, and not to say that like better or worse, but it's like, okay, I'm here and that person's there and, and that like they are doing it. So I can do it too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like the four minute mile, you know, and it, it, it truly is the premise for, for this podcast. And it's, it's how you should be thinking about your personal brand. I see a lot of people wanting to, a, let's say, get into coaching or into the personal brand space and wanting to give something. Mm hmm. That they don't have mm. a give a transformation that they haven't gone through especially uh, nowadays i've been drawing a very like a, a younger audience mm. to uh, to like my social media to this podcast um and and there's a, a huge lesson in there you you can't give what you don't have you know so if you're young and you're watching this utilize this time to to find your voice mm-hmm. to create that transformation within yourself and in doing so you'll develop the tools Right and the alignment to then uh, later than the road patience yeah. a, be able to bring something beautiful forward to the world. Yeah, so that's a really really good point, and I want to kind of like circle back to that time when I was creating my personal brand without realizing it. Um, there was a lot of trial and error that I think we kind of like glazed over for the purpose of time, but. Yeah. Um, you know, I went like I got really into Zumba at one point. Like that was uh-huh. like my my main form of exercise. Yeah. I went and I got a certification to be a Zumba instructor, okay. but that wasn't aligned for me. Like I love the music and I love the classes and it you know it was really good for staying in shape, but it didn't feel right for me to teach it. Like it just like wasn't it wasn't driving. So I was like okay, like not that. Um, you know, then, like I said, I was like, maybe I'll make it a fashion account. And my original photo shoot, the intention was to capture multiple different outfits. But then I was like, this is not like, I can't keep up with this, you know? So a big, uh, a big catalyst for me actually was when I got my own life coach (laughs) and I was like telling her how I think I would like to coach other people, but we through our conversation figured out that I was scared to try something else thinking that it just wouldn't be my thing again Mm, and she was like well what's the alternative to just Mm -hmm. keep doing what you're doing where you're not happy so to that point it's like while you're figuring out what your thing is like don't like get so um set on just like one specific thing like this is gonna be my thing do it try it but if it's not working like it's okay to to pause that and try something else for sure for sure especially especially if like you're just starting this process now I'll, I'll put a caveat on that because there does come a point in time in your personal brand journey 
where consistency and the message that you're putting out and discipline is key. Mm -hmm. I have personally worked with people who aren't disciplined with their messaging, especially especially mm -hmm. if you if you want to do this, if you want to turn your personal brand to a business and utilize it as a business asset. I've worked with people that have an audience that's close to the millions, mm -hmm. you know, who aren't disciplined. Yeah, they attract a lot of people, but because they're not disciplined, they have an audience that likes them for X and an audience that likes them for Y and an audience that likes them for Z. Mm -hmm. And when it comes time to monetize, they can't sell a t-shirt, mm -hmm. you know? And it's because it's like, man, like you do all of these things, but there's not this thing or this like coherent brand message that you're putting out into yeah. the world. That that's kind of where when you get to more of an advanced point in your journey or uh, where you realize, okay, this is this is who I am, this is what I'm doing, mm -hmm. and you start putting out that message. It's important to keep that uh, that discipline. And at this point in your journey, you're pretty disciplined with your brand in terms of uh, the look and feel, uh, the the brand voice mm -hmm. that you're putting out and the quality of the content. So uh, I always like to kind of go behind the scenes mm -hmm. how are you making all this happen what's your what's the behind the scenes of your brand look like because i know uh, creating content like it it's not especially with everything that you you've got going on you, you must have systems in place i'm not sure if um i know you post a lot of content of yourself mm -hmm. uh, like professionally taking pictures i'm not sure if like you have like one photo shoot schedule a month like Give us an, an insight into what that looks like for you behind the brand. Okay, that's a good question. <laughs> um, so for me, like that intention from when I started hasn't really changed, right? So I, I really love like spirituality since a young age. Like when I was 16, I read The Secret and that's when my whole journey started. Um, so my, my intention remains the same and how it comes through on my social media, it changes and I'm going to be honest with you I don't have any specific systems okay. besides uh, there's a couple of things one I view what I do as storytelling and I love storytelling okay. and that's actually something that I got from this is marketing by Seth Godin uh -huh. the, the book that you gave me long before we worked together yeah. um, is that it's storytelling and I, I think what what drives me and what keeps me going is that I just genuinely love doing it. Okay. okay. I love that. Can you talk a little bit about storytelling? Like how you think about that? Yeah. Because it's important. I see a lot of people just publish, but there's not a narrative that kind of ties everything together. And that's so important. I'm glad that you brought that up. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think so. A lot of things come down. Again, I, I, I said this a couple of times already, but to intention. Yeah. Right. So, what is my intention with posting this? Okay. Um, so, something that uh, a lot of feedback that I've received about my content is that it inspires people to either like to to go inward more, to slow down, to pause, or to be more intentional. Mm -hmm. So, that's more of what I share. Okay. Uh, in terms of the type of content. Um, because I've been doing it for a long time, I've gotten into the habit of like always thinking about the content that I'm putting yeah. out and how I'm sharing. So if I get an idea or something, like I write it down and then 
I just keep up with it on a daily basis. Like I have kind of like a list of things, of ideas, or if inspiration strikes, I I follow that. <laughs> Which is honestly, in my, in my opinion, that's when the best content comes out. Yeah. That's when it's coming from the heart and the moment. Yeah, so, you know, that's called inspired action. Mm-hmm. Like that's where, again, bringing in the the spiritual element of it like to me i see that as downloads from the greater source like i believe in the universe i believe that there's a greater source out there that's co-creating with us okay. uh, so i believe that when you show up and you take action and you're clear about how you're showing up then that's where that counterpart comes in For sure. and brings you inspiration, brings you opportunities, brings you people. Like how you and I started working together. That like Certainly. I'll, I'll share. So um, when Abraham was just starting to think about working with entrepreneurs, I hope you don't mind me telling, no, it, no. telling please, your story please, on your please, behalf. Please do, please but, do. You know, he told me that he wrote down two people who mm-hmm. he would like to work with to, to kind of test it out. Yeah. And while this was all happening, on my end, I was like, I'm ready to level up and I know I have a good thing here and I can use a new perspective. Um, I had just read Mamba Mentality and he talks a lot about like, having people in your corner who are as passionate about what they do as you are about what you do and that's how you all rise together. So I reached out to him and he's like, I had your name here and I already worked with the other person and I just had your name here now. (laughs) I'm so glad that you brought this up because I had forgotten about this. And it it is a crazy story. I had you and I had Jeremy down and it's crazy how the universe just kind of... Orchestrates different events for yeah. you to uh, to see what's possible, especially if you commit to your heart and exactly, to that. exactly. And you know, to bring it back, that's kind of how I share my story. Is I show and when people, I've had some people ask me like, "How do you get like you know more in, customers, more engagement?" Yeah. It's like just just share, just like show what you're doing, and it'll yeah. resonate with people. Um, and and show up so it's it is crazy and I'm always amazed but like I just don't really get that surprise anymore if that makes sense like the difference between being surprised and amazed like I still love it and it's still so interesting and entertaining to me how we co-create but I've come to expect stuff like that to happen at this point so I want to highlight something that you said and just kind of emphasize it because I know this changed the content creation game for me mm-hmm. and that is capturing ideas mm-hmm. it's, it's the capture habit yes it sounds simple the way I do it is I have just I usually utilize notes yes me too and then whenever something comes up I write it down because I've noticed and it's probably happened to you if, if you don't do this if you just leave it in your head you'll forget about it mm-hmm. uh, but then whenever you feel like creating content, like I literally have this list that I can just keep scrolling. Man, like, what am I really feeling right yeah. now? And you can just go to that piece of content. And the other thing that you uh, talked about, which is something that Stephen Pressfield talks about, is that uh, whenever you have the tools to deliver the message, the message will come to you. But you have to develop them because it's looking kind of, uh, you get a little esoteric, the, the message is, uh, something that's alive and it's looking to come out through a mm-hmm. channel 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and by you developing your tools, by you developing your ability to communicate clearly um, and effectively and maybe with passion or however it is that you communicate, um, then that message can now flow through you, mm-hmm. you know, and, and he talks about it as the muse, mm-hmm. right? And, and the muse wants to see you sweat. The muse wants to see you work and the muse respects that. And when it sees that you're for real, the muse will show up in your life. And, and, and I've noticed it. I, I've noticed it in my own life when, like, sometimes I, I'm not feeling... There's this quote by a writer that he says, like, I only write when I feel inspired. Fortunately, inspiration strikes every morning at 9 a.m., <laughs> right? I love that. Yeah. So it's, it, it's about sitting down even if you don't feel like creating the content. And it, maybe nothing good comes out that day i've had days where it's like i want to create a piece of content and it's not coming out and, and i try and i try to try and i don't but the muse respects that and then eventually you just get better and mm-hmm. better and better and it comes a point where it's just it just flows through you and it becomes kind of just this thing that you do a part of your life yeah exactly yeah, yeah it's it's like um it's kind of like anything else like a muscle just you train it and you practice and then it starts to come more easily and um, you find that voice that tone and um, and then yeah the messages come through yeah. as they do and of course there's different practices that are really helpful to create that flow like mm-hmm. meditation and different forms of meditation like a lot of I recently had a client who this actually has come up a couple of times in my recent sessions where one client was like when I'm at the gym I get all these downloads yeah. and then like what he's working on right now is writing them down so he can use them during the times where For it's sure. like more chill. Um, another client said, I've been doing a lot of movement meditation, but I haven't sat down in a while and there's no wrong way to meditate, but I believe there is definitely something to be said about sitting down Yeah, and For just sure. being present because movement meditation is very, uh, it's very good and depending on the person it can have different um, outcomes but there's still nothing like sitting down and just being present with yourself and tuning into that that voice certainly I'm a, I'm a big fan of Osho and he has a book on creativity called mm-hmm. creativity <laughs> very original Osho straightforward <laughs> yeah and he talks about that he talks about that as the way creativity works is and first of all, you have to be present to be able to absorb different inputs, mm-hmm. right? And, and eventually, uh, you have to come to stillness. Mm-hmm. And it's when kind of your subconscious, call it whatever you want to call it, your mind mixes everything together and it delivers this thing to you. Uh, so for me, something that's really helped me create a lot of content lately, and it's, it's part of, of my working day, mm-hmm. it's consuming content. Mm-hmm. Uh, not on social media it's it's very like curated so mm-hmm. I have different newsletters that I'm subscribed to yeah. uh, articles different books I, I always have stacks of books that I'm yeah. reading and I read for two hours and I take highlights and it's like I'm giving the mind what it needs and then like I'll just go on a walk or I'll I'll, I'll forget about this and then ideas start kind of I coming I love that yeah. I love that and I think what that makes me think of is um, there's a book called Steal Like an Artist. I think you're, I you you were one of the people who told yeah. me about it. And 
you know, he talks about how what we do is we take little bits and pieces from different people, different philosophies, and then the way that we put it together and the way it comes through in our own unique expression is what makes it our art. For sure. And then that's what resonates with people yeah. who are in need of our message. Yeah. A great book if you guys are on the content creation game because a lot of times you feel like oh, we got to create something new we got to be original yeah. um and in, in the book he has this quote i don't know if it's picasso or van gogh who, mm-hmm. whoever said it that it's the only art worth consuming is the is the art that i can steal from mm. you know and yeah. a, a caveat like it's like don't just blatantly steal like inspire yourself yes. from these people and then utilize inspiration to create something new exactly yeah. yeah so um i when i first started coaching i was really doing a lot intuitively and then um more recently i've been doing more market research and so investing in workbooks and courses from other coaches and in part to get that knowledge, but in part to also, you know, see what they're doing, obviously, you know, and it really is just like the same information in different formats. But that being said, I'll hear information that I've already heard, but the way that person communicates it will resonate with me. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I remember the same thing in corporate. The same thing would happen that I would, I had a team and I would tell someone on my team, I was coaching them and I told them like how to do something yeah. and it just would not click. Mm-hmm. And then someone, someone else would tell them, they're like, I figured it out. I'm like, okay, wow, I've been telling you this for a really for sure. long time. Um, but great. Like whatever yeah. works, like, because there's, there's, there's resonance, right? Yeah. So we need to have that resonance for it to click. And there are a lot of variables that we can't put our finger on. So it's impossible to say how it's going to click, but just you keep going and learning and connecting with different people and then you get the message that you need. I'm so glad you brought this out because this is the exact reason why you need to create content. Mm-hmm. Sure, you're probably going to be saying something that somebody else is saying, right? Especially if, if you're a niche. Like we're all, we all live in one world with the same things different topics mm-hmm. so chances are that your personal brand is going to be similar to another person but mm-hmm. you're going to be the person delivering the message mm-hmm. and people are going to resonate with who you are I feel a lot of the times we, we uh, and, and I was working with a mindset coach too and he pointed this out where I was man like there's like other people that are doing this and are, mm-hmm. they're saying the same things and he said yes but they're not you Mm-hmm. you know it's that simple and uh, that's something that you can kind of take with you and and utilize whenever you feel whether it's imposter syndrome or a kind of some mindset issues around a man like should i be even creating this content and aren't other people already doing this mm-hmm. so i think this is a good place to kind of transition talking a little bit about business mm-hmm. uh, uh, we, we've touched on it but how how has your personal brand uh, helped you as you broke away from corporate as you started DJing and as you launched your coaching program Conscious Life Design Mm -hmm. how important has that asset been for you? 
Um, the asset being my personal brand. Yeah. Well, that was the backbone for the decisions that I was making. So that's why the first thing I do with all of my clients is um, we get clear on what is important to them, what they believe in, Mm -hmm. because that's going to be something that you can revisit when you're making choices. So for example, uh, I left my corporate job because I just, I decided that it was time I deserved to try something new. Something different. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so that was stepping into my self worth, right? Mm-hmm. Even though, even if I wasn't fully there, mm-hmm. I was just like, I, the, something I often say is that when your discomfort becomes greater than your fear, yeah. then when you move. <laughs> so um, when I I left my my corporate job, and my initial idea which was to bring mindfulness into companies proved to be challenging, but not in the sense that like, uh, like this is too hard. I don't want to do this. Yeah. Mm. Um, the pandemic started, companies were not mm. investing in extra curriculars per se. And also I realized, you know, you need to get into a company, you talk to HR, you talk, you have to go through a lot of different, um, steps. Yeah. So I had to pivot. And, during that time when I was like really figuring it out, I met a DJ coach in my building uh-huh. and my thought process with learning with taking that lesson was I had already been learning about neuroplasticity, which is how the brain changes mm-hmm. um, and how they say an old dog can learn new tricks, but like mm-hmm. we can change our brain at any age at any time no matter who you are. And my thought process was, okay, let me learn something new Mm -hmm. um, because I know that's going to set off a different pattern of neural pathways. Mm -hmm. So like that thought process, you know, like that was relevant to my personal brand because my personal brand is like, listen to your intuition, listen to your inner child, play, Mm -hmm. do something different, do something fun. So Mm -hmm. my personal brand is acting like, to as a face for other people but also as accountability for myself so that's how i got into starting to learn how to dj with no intentions of doing it professionally Mm -hmm. but i started to share uh again my journey Mm -hmm. people noticed it i loved it still do Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so it grew into something of its own and then it all compounded with i started marketing my coaching on my social media but then I started DJing in public places and connecting with people through that avenue and then a lot of my clients come from DJing (laughs) because they meet me as a DJ and then they see my social media and they say I've actually never really considered even having a coach but like I resonate with your message that I'm seeing and let me give this a try and then they end up having like a life changing experience (laughs) from my perspective when because I've, I've had the pleasure and joy of being part of your journey and I've seen it. I don't think that the switch from corporate to entrepreneurship would have been a, as smooth without you having that asset of totally. your personal brand. Yeah. That ability to communicate a message, that ability to take people on your journey. Mm-hmm. A, and I know this to be a fact because... Uh, I've worked with clients who have personal brands 
and getting them up to speed, this mm. importance of having a personal brand is, yeah, I can do it in three months. And I've worked with clients who are just getting started with their personal brand. Mm-hmm. And we're talking years. It goes for months to years. So if you're young or you're thinking about starting, get started now because, again, we live in a world where this is a fundamental aspect of your business Mm -hmm. and it will open many doors. And what I love about leading with your personal brand is it gives you the opportunity to pivot and shift. Uh, I think our journey through life is a journey of finding alignment and that looks different at different points in our journey yeah, yeah. like for you now it's DJing and coaching who knows what that's gonna look for like sure. in five or ten years but yeah. because you have an audience a because you have attention you're able to to utilize that and channel it towards whatever it is that you're doing so it essentially gives you a, the the possibilities and ability to do whatever yeah. you want uh, that that's enlightenment with with who you are and this is why I think it's I'm so happy that we're having this conversation mm-hmm. and uh, well, I think everybody even if you're not into entrepreneurship should be intentionally creating and building a personal yeah brand. so I, I'm glad that you said that because before we started recording we were talking about how you take the personal brand and you help people to make a business out of it mm-hmm. um, and that does tend to happen with my clients but my intention with my clients is to help them actually just create that personal brand yeah. that you then take and help them monetize. Yeah. Uh, we should work together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, so I'll send you the clients that are not there yet. Exactly. And, and I'll send you the ones that are ready. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, it's interesting because I uh, one of the packages I offer does offer, um, it includes getting them a logo. No. And my creative director who I work with, she's like, your clients are so easy to work with because they know exactly what they want. No. And that's because we've, that's exactly what we've been working on. But I want to just take a moment and even kind of put the business aspect on the shelf for just a second because creating your personal brand actually has a lot of other incredible benefits such as increasing your confidence and reducing anxiety because when you are confident in who you are you show up a lot differently um and just having that clarity on your beliefs and that's not to say you come in and you like tell everyone what your beliefs are (laughs) just like being able to hey everybody (laughs) i'm here here. (laughs) and this is what i stand for like um you know being able to contribute to conversations um you know like knowing knowing about yourself it's really greatly self-discovery but also self-creation you know because the tricky thing about us is that you know we're born and then we get all of this programming um instilled in us by other people and then we kind of have to work backwards from that um so what what my work with personal brands does, while, like I mentioned, it does end up turning into businesses for sure and like incredible success. Um, some of the greatest success that people have experienced from that is just feeling at peace and feeling confident when and in social situations, but also just with themselves. I love that. I love that because. You talked about how we come into this world and we're programmed, mm-hmm. right? 
I think the process of creating a personal brand, it's a process of deprogramming yourself because I'll be honest, for a personal brand to grow, you have to find flow. Mm-hmm. And flow can happen if whatever you're communicating is not in alignment with your core, mm-hmm. with why you're here, with what you're all about. Yeah. Because the content is not going to seem authentic. It's not going to resonate. Yes. And, it, and we've all seen that. And it's it that type of content is actually what held me from creating my personal brand for a long time because I would see inauthentic content and be like, I don't want to come off that way. Yeah. But then I would see authentic content and be like, wow, this inspires me. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And and earlier I said that the process can be a little painful, kind of like a snake shedding her skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you have to kind of go through the process. It, it, it's the feedback that you get. Man, like, that, that piece of content didn't really... I uh, just didn't feel like it was an alignment. And you know when you're finding your own, when you're coming to alignment, when you're starting to find peace and confidence, right? In, in your message where your content just naturally flows yeah and it, it's authentic and, and I think that's why the work that you're doing a of kind of helping people transform themselves through the process of creating a personal brand right and doing it intentionally and consciously a it, it's a beautiful take on, on that whole process and it's why I'm so excited to <laughs> bring her to you guys and kind of give you guys this perspective Thank you. Thank you. Cool. It's been quite the journey, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think we are at about... I think this has been a long podcast. I think we're about 46 minutes. I think this okay. is a good spot to start kind of wrapping this one up. Yeah. Um, is there anything you want to say, share with people that have to into this point? If you're here, thank you. <laughs> it means the world to us that you have listened yes, up until thank now. Yes, um, well, I'll leave off with my favorite Alan Watts quote, which has been a thread throughout my coaching and my life. Um, and if you don't know Alan Watts, he's a philosopher from the 1960s. Uh, and he, he's actually, his lectures have saved a lot of people from like anxiety and depression. And um, he has a really great perspective on life. And one of my favorite quotes by him is that the secret of life is to be completely engaged with what you're doing and instead of calling it work, realize it is play. Ooh, I love that. So that's, you know, wherever you are right now with your career, with your personal brand or whatever areas of your life, just relax a little bit. Like, don't take it so seriously. Um... Be, another thing he says is be sincere. Don't be so serious, but be sincere. And play with it. Because that's where your best work and your best self is going to come through when you start to play more. Even, even if it looks like work, just start playing with the work mm-hmm. and, and go from there. Okay. I love that. I love that. <laughs> hey, where can people connect with you? I am most active on Instagram. Okay. Alina Souk. Beautiful. Or my website, alinasook.com. Cool. And I'll link to everything in the show notes. Alina has an amazing newsletter that goes out every Tuesday. Yes. So (laughs) make sure to subscribe to that. And that's it for this one. I look forward to round three. Thank you.